Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And I'm Riff. And also me, Hot Stuff. <laughs> also you, who is also Hot Stuff. <laughs> How's it going, guys? It's doing alright. Going yeah. pretty good. My head hurts from yeah, being drunk you were... with MC Front a lot. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, I mean it's a you know, I but, don't I don't normally overdo it like that on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was thinking. I was like, oh I mean, wait Wednesday, a minute. Mm, I don't know what, <laughs> what day was it the is. special occasion. <laughs> well, I mean I also worked all weekend and so I kinda took the day off on Tuesday, mm. sort which means I just worked up half a day from home. Uh, oh, right, because we were working we worked Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Yeah. As like one continuous block. Weekend and holiday. Yeah. Yeah. So uh but not working on KOL. <laughs> Working on some stuff for the new game, which yeah, I I think I'm gonna show people soon. Yeah. At least the like the test stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, oh, I mean, that's all. Like, the, <laughs> it's like you're just gonna finish the game. Okay, bye, guys. Are you gonna Twitch stream? I don't think I'll Twitch stream. I think I'll use that software so that I, I don't have to mess with sound on the video. I can just like be in a in a camera box on the corner and kind of explain hmm. whatever. I mean, I think it's also going to be like a one minute long video. Uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited and I kind of, I don't know. It'd be neat to gauge the public reaction a little bit. Yeah. We need to learn how to post a video to YouTube. Yeah. I don't know, what the fuck am I even going to, I don't know, man. <laughs> I wish I could remember the login information for the account that I made to post that Word Realms video back in the day. It was that as asymmetric. It was asym pubs because asym wasn't available. I don't know if mm. asymmetric was available. I mean, you might just make a new one, obviously. Yeah. It will be fine, but... What should we call it? Uh, asymmetric? Mmm. Mmm. You don't want to spoil the name of our new company? I, it, the company isn't changing, is it? I'm spinning off a new company. Oh, okay. Without you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's cool. You're I'm going sorry to, doing a solo career? <laughs> yeah. 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 The new company is going to be called Just Zach. <laughs> Unless you're joining forces with Zachtronics. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was all just like all the different Zach. Uh, yeah, I do like game Zach, designers. Zach Johnson's Pro Golf Tour 2015. Well, I was, I was thinking more like Zach Gage and Zach Johnson and Zach Barth all together. And as, Zach as Galifianakis. A super group. Uh, game designers. Game He's designers. Game desi- he made. He made uh, and then eventually Zach you can have a big- made Minecraft. <laughs> Eventually, you can have a big schism between those of you who spell your name with a K and those that use an H. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, you know, that was just a choice that I made. I feel like I would make fun of somebody else for doing that, but I did it, so it's fine. It's only K when it's shortened, right? Yeah, which is dumb. It doesn't make any sense. My fifth grade teacher told me I wasn't allowed to do that, and I told her where she could stick it. (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) it's It's not dumber than calling somebody named Henry Hank. Yeah, or Robert Bob. Yeah. I just didn't or like Bach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> calling somebody named Richard Bach. Oh, no, Robert would become Rock. Okay, nice. I like it. Oh yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, and Henry would become Heck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Thomas would become Talk. Timothy Tim would get shortened to Tick. So <laughs> is, is Mark's original name Mary? Or marionette. Yeah. Or okay, yeah. Tor e torque. Yeah. Wait, what is is Mark short for anything? I guess it's just it's not, is it? It's I, Mark. I don't Marcus. Know. Yeah. Marco. Marcus, I guess. Michael. 
<laughs> Mark Mark is short for Tammy, weirdly, <laughs> which I don't really understand. Uh, do you guys want to question some answers from Field? Sure. Dan Arthur Dent says, no question today. I just wanted to say how happy I am that this challenge path renders me infinitely prolonged so I can go find that jerk Dent Arthur Dent and tell him what a complete knee biter he is. Cool, uh, cool hitchhiker's guide pull. <laughs> the amazing Mr. Toothpaste writes an extremely long question, the gist of which is, how do we feel about letting people who are currently very sad that good brains are their favorite food just pick their favorite food from their consumption list? Uh, I actually really uh, like that idea a lot because it solves that problem. Which is weird, just because they ate so many of them because they yeah. They there's, there's also the trophy foods and stuff that people get stuck yeah. with. Yeah, and I and guess there's going to be a similar thing. Oh no, because that's not food. Never mind. I was going to say the the stuff Ed eats, but those are oh spleens, yeah, but that's all spleen items, food. right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Actually, just becoming a becoming a vector for player expression rather than it's still something you have to have eaten a report. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd let you, I'll let you pick it from your consumption history. Not do top ten. Oh man, I think I think it's probably everybody just have the if, yeah, I mean, th- the three tiered way. Yeah, I think or it's just I think it's just funny that are the top ten highest fullness foods. It's a, <laughs> we just keep changing everybody's favorite food to whatever the newest dumb thing we've made. Oh, yeah, well, there, there's there are some things that are bigger than that. Right? There's the the pie man was not meant to eat. Right, right. <laughs> um, Could we do a, a a least favorite food, which is automatically just a thing that you've only ever eaten one of and never <clears> again. <throat> If Jepson's Malort would be everybody's least yeah. favorite booze, and that would be nobody's least favorite booze, because that was not interesting, <laughs> as it turned out. Um, was there only is there only one of those that's theoretically supposed to make the rounds? Is no, I don't know worked? how many of them got. I don't know how many of them got redeemed. Huh. It, but it's tradable. But you can oh, only right. use it once. There were only a handful of them, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to them. That's an excellent question. I mean, I think not enough of them made it out into the world for anyone to have found out about it. Right. Really? So, I mean, it's probably in the wiki. That's like, people probably threw that shit away and they had no idea that <laughs> yeah, they could have sold it for upwards of hundreds four of dollars. dollars or maybe uh, probably five. hundreds of dollars on eBay, I'm guessing. At the time? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because you could probably still sell, if, you, if there was like an item redemption card for a hand turkey, I think you could probably sell it for hundreds of dollars on eBay. I don't know if that's true anymore. Okay. It would be interesting You'd have to if... sell a pencil. Oh, yeah. So what? <laughs> a pencil with the... No, you just... I mean, the, you can sell a card. A pencil. This pencil could theoretically be used to write down <laughs> the redemption code of <laughs> a, a, a murky, murky also, murloc from it's actually, Warcraft. It's also a full Steam library because it could write down <laughs> every Steam key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also every Metallica album. Please, right. Please don't sue us. Um, you know, it's it's also you becoming the president of the United States by writing in your name on every ballot. Did uh, did you see the like illegal numbers th- thread in Wikipedia ever? Uh, it's like a I mean like one eight seven or no no no. It's like numbers that are themselves like a an encoding for like an encryption scheme that, that the government considered oh, at see. the time like like that know, thing not that slash dot could, dudes had on their t-shirt for all yeah, the time yeah that kind of thing exactly um yeah this could be this could be one of those it could write one of those sure. so the pencil is also illegal 
Kren von Salzburg writes, You've often talked about the long tail problem, and I'm assuming that means you're using a straight pseudo-random number generator against a percentage on that. And then he says, if you looked into a pseudo-random uh, distribution thing instead, and he, so he links to an article that Dota uh, published about the way that they do certain things. We do that for important stuff. Um, there aren't so many long tails in normal, in the mainline quests We massage randomness, anymore. but it's, it's almost always a pure random number generation well for a lot of stuff it is but and, and that's fine for things that i don't care about except in terms of their relative rarity across a population that's fine mm-hmm. right i mean like if you make up your own goals you you're gonna end up with some long tail situations like if your goal is to like get this thing to drop or whatever right but that's fine right for for quest important stuff we tend to do things like that i mean especially because we have so much more sort of database horsepower than we used to it's very easy for us to track states on right a lot more stuff did you uh did you actually read the article because i it, it sounds interesting uh i didn't uh you should, but you should send it to me or something yeah i have it open in this tab okay um so it is something about uh like proc rates on attacks or something okay you got to be careful doing shit like that though because people will figure out yep. how it works and then start doing dumb or fiddly or annoying shit Entirely. to exploit it yep um is this the develop the dota developers talking about it or i believe it is yeah okay uh, who doodle says Rick Hiff and Mott's applesauce on a recent show. You were asked about regrets <laughs> that you have in the game. And you mentioned that you wish you hadn't done the pantsless trophy as somebody who was around at the time, but didn't get the trophy. I just want to say, I'm glad you did. Same thing with the reindeer trophies. I don't think I managed to beat up one of those bastards, let alone 10 or a hundred and the Ascension trophy. It's things like these spur of the moment ideas for a trophy world events that will never return crimbos, etc. that keep me playing KOL. Sure. I miss out once in a while, but I've also been able to scour the night skies for the lame from the lame observatory, donate a few bricks to rebuild Hanks, catch the tail end of the gray plague and fight data spiders. And I'm sure I'll get to enjoy and miss out on more in the future. Love the game. Keep up the good work, guys. No, I, I'm not saying I don't regret doing a lot of world events. I just regret those trophies because they they make it so this thing that people would otherwise care about a lot. There are these things that are forever. I mean, until this crimbo out of reach <laughs> for them. The Ascension Trophy is going to be rough. The Ascension Trophy. There was a trophy for just being around when Ascension rolled out. Hmm. Um. Did you did you see that people uh, resurrected the image of the data spiders and were trying to decode a message in the from the lights that were blinking? Was there <laughs> one? There I was could not. I mean, that seems like the kind of thing that we would do, but yeah. it seems like the kind of thing that we did not have time yes. to do because when it when spiders. I needed those. It and then they suggested that I should so just many... go back in and change the picture to actually have. Oh, you it. totally <laughs> could. Yeah, which I was like, <laughs> sure, that seems like something I would do. Why did you put so many frames in that instead of just doing it? needed because the well because the spiders because oh, the spiders running around yeah. took a lot of frames and yes. so the lights had to okay yeah right yeah right 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 um that's maybe not how we would do that now because we got better we got better techs for maybe animating not. stuff maybe that is how we would do it i mean i guess i would just ask you to do it and you would probably do it the same way yeah gamma ray says when it comes to the facsimile dictionary moxie classes have gotten the shaft because there hasn't been a funny option what about bow of homographs facsimile dictionary plus dingy planks it's a crossbow but it looks like the bow of a ship in fact in chat it changes homographs to uh Sular the second says, gotta say, I am super loving actually at the undying. My one complaint is that when you go to the underworld, you have to click the portal to re-enter the fight, and I prefer to just use the keyboard when adventuring repeatedly. Could you add a sec- second option after enter the underworld to just immediately re-enter the fight for when we don't need to do any cost shopping? Yeah, that stuff w- could could use some streamlining. Yeah. Um, I mean, CD Moyer's on not, vacation with his I children. Would, I would not want 
someone to see it immediately. Like I feel like it shouldn't show up until you've had the opportunity to start to desire one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's uh, fine. Like, I mean, it could also be an option in the options menu to like, because yeah. I definitely do like the idea of just there being a button at the end of the fight that just says undying that immediately restarts the fight. Hmm. Yeah. But you As don't, if you don't want down and come back. Yeah. You, you don't want someone who, who this Has is their never, first yeah, who time doesn't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah. And, and, but yeah. I, and I, I mean, that's a thing that could start triggering after, after you've, you've been, been to the once. underworld five times total on your character or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, cause I, I agree. Even in the, in the playing of it that I did, I was like, eh, this is kind of a lot of clicks because I yeah. keep getting my ass handed to me. And I mean, I, I felt like it was a lot done. of clicks. I, I'm a guy who doesn't yeah. mind clicks because clicks go by pretty fast, yeah. but I, I can, I can sympathize, I suppose. <laughs> I do, I do like the idea of the undying. That's, that is both funny and convenient. Yep. Sular the second also says, uh, could we possibly get a combat macro predicate to test if we have a specific non-combat item? I really want to script some things like using the disposable instant camera against race car Bob and Bob race car, but I feel really weird doing that without being able to test if I already have the photograph. Uh, there are some other similar cases where I've wanted such a command, but I can't remember them off the top of my head. I'm surprised that that doesn't already work. Um, Does fight know what your inventory is? Yeah, it's a cached. I mean, huh? it's not just the combat items. No, it's, that's a di in a different structure. I, I'm surprised that if Chris wrote the has combat item predicate that he didn't use the function that would make that work anyway. Hmm. Um, it's possible that predated inventory caching. I don't remember. Uh, Gordy says, please make it so one can imbue servants with knowledge before knowing all the skills. It's an option I'd much prefer uh, being able to do right now. Wait, so like before having all the skills, getting the 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 burning your skill points on leveling the servants up. No, I don't like that idea. It it is it's. I mean, I can see why people kind of want it because a lot of Ed's skills are sub. Yeah, they're bar. not like yeah. they're not the the things that optimizers want. Well, I like think the things that optimizers want are the passives and stuff in them. I feel right. like it's more that they want. It's not that they don't want the skills, it's that they really want the priest to stop drop to start dropping extra car ka as fast as possible. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not I'm not super sympathetic to that actually. It's the 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 early game it's they're they're real scarce, but that's uh I mean that's an optimization problem, you know? And yeah. once you hit level ten, those things start showing up like water. So I don't know. I kind of uh, feel like that's something you should you should be forced to work around. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think the scarcity of those... I mean, the reason that people want more of them is because the things that you get with them are desirable, and mm -hmm. that's how it should be. Yep. Uh, Ferris writes, Okay, I've listened to the podcast back to early 2013 now, and I've been thinking about your mindset. You seem to be interested in solvable puzzles and inconveniencing folks who are interested in optimizing the game. It seems optimizers <laughs> are evil for some reason. I really don't understand it. I just click things. I managed a five-turn softcore run of Sneaky Pete recently. Go me. I don't think that optimizers are evil. I just think that they make our job... Did he say a five-turn run? Uh, five-day, five-turn five softcore run. Yeah, okay. that's pretty funny. Uh I don't think they're evil. They just make it harder for us to do things that are fun for a lot of people yeah. because plus, of the ways in which they will interact with that stuff. And it's, I mean, plus they kind of, they're arguing against their 
own best interests, I sort of feel, because we want to give them difficult optimization problems, but they want us to make things easier to optimize, which seems like what's the point of playing for optimality if it's simple? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just... It is the... Th it, we want to support a lot of different play styles, right? Like yours, just click and shit. That's great. I love that, right? I People who like to be really active in the player economy, that's great. I love that. But none of those things get in the way of other play styles as much as right. the speed optimization play style gets in the way of other play styles. Like, there is just a bunch of fun random shit that we can't do because of the way that it would affect the minority of players who are really seriously interested in playing optimally and it would like ruin it for them and that's you know i still want to support their play style right because they are often the most dedicated and the most engaged right. players it's just that their play style is one that that is more likely to cause me to have to like make a thing less fun yeah. in my mind or make it more challenging to solve a design problem and so i just get you know, I air my frustrations and it, you know, seems like I don't like them, but I do. I like, every, I like everybody. I, you know, I think they are super important because they force us to think more carefully about how we do certain things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, we certainly have you know. to, we certainly spend more time balancing our shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there are probably some things that are way better because of them, but I'm, I'm, I just know there are some things that are worse. Right. Well, there are just, there are just so from many particular points of view, right? Like the, you know, what you want is a game that is super fun and approachable and like really like rewards the casual player. Um, well, like, for instance, I want to be able to do a world event where you get attacked by random wandering monsters whenever the fuck I want. And I want it to be able to last as long as I want, because I think that's fine and it's fun. And I think a lot of other people would enjoy that. But people who care about the competitive aspects of the game will either like demand the ability to opt, opt out. out or they will just be shitheads about it. Right. So, I mean, it's just, it's like, and that's, you know, it's that. I'm not saying that like, oh, the rock monster event was the best thing that we ever did. I'm just saying like, there are fun things that we can't do because of the shitty reactions from people who want to play competitively. And that is a constraint. It's fine. It's a constraint that we're more than able to work with, but it's an aggravating one. Like, hmm. I think there are things that would make the majority of players happy that I can't do because it would ruin the experience of a minority of players. I don't want to ruin the experience of a minority of players. So I get kind of frustrated hmm. with things like that, you know, but it's fine. There's, there's this whole broad game that is there for everybody. And then there's this tiny narrow repeat loop through it that is there for the optimizers. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm happy trying to constantly make, new things for all different play styles yep. you know we are constantly trying to make new and interesting economic opportunities for people who play them all as their primary game we're, we're constantly trying to make like new and different ways for the social players to interact yeah. and like enjoy each other's 
yeah. time and presence, stuff like that. And that's like, one we spend less time on than we should. It, it's cause it's, yeah. it's so hard to tell. Like it's so hard to tell when that effort is going to pay off and when it's not, it's just, it's easier with the actual sort of gameplay stuff. Sure. Right. We know how to make something desirable to people who want numbers to be bigger. We know how to make something desirable to people who want like to earn a lot of meat, whatever. That's also making numbers bigger, but you know, we don't know if a thing is going to be popular as a just goofy right. social vector or not. Um, yeah. Uh, Glebe says, what are the chances of Ed getting a separate leaderboard for fastest zero banked skill point runs a board where you get one shot at it and that it is cooler than nothing. Oh, and that's it. A board where you get one shot at it and that's it is cooler than nothing. I wonder what kind of behavior that would drive. I feel like you would spend a bunch of time learning how to play the game on a multi and then play it through it on your main or something. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Glebe says, can Uncle Bucks be made free pulls for Mr. Store like Mr. Azar? Yeah. Um, not, they're not really free pulls because. Exactly. It still gets, it still counts against. It your counts as a pull, pull if you drop into soft core yeah. from hardcore. So it's not a matter of just ticking a checkbox, which is why I haven't done it yet. Um, it's like duplicating the Mr. A code. I mean, it's going to be fine. It's it's going to take 10 minutes. It's just going to take 10 minutes that I haven't spent yet. Uh, Knud says, hey, guys, I'm sure I'm adding to the chorus of people who are loving the new challenge path, but I wanted to start with that. Knowing how long Riff has been working on it, I can say that it was worth it. So thanks for adding something fresh. Um, <laughs> my question for all of you is largely or is very, very tangentially related to the new content. And with all the new skills Ed has, I'm finding myself running to have a lot of combat macros. Wondering what you think about adding a new way to create combat macros based on performing the actions you want to be included in the macro. Uh, it could be really sophisticated where you get a message saying, you've been doing the same attacks for a while. Do you want to make this into a macro? Or if that's too clippy for you, maybe a button that you hit that starts recording your actions and then you hit another button to stop and wow. it turns whatever you did into a macro for you. Is this something that can already be done and I just don't know about it? Uh, I do have one complaint about this path, the bridge, you bastards. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> the, the, it's the, the bridge is literally a troll. <laughs> Basically. Oh, right, right, right. Um, Recording macros, I don't even know I how you would do that. I don't think we're going to do that. Like, that would be really hard to do on our end. Because that would require sort of caching the actual, like, requests that you make and figuring out what that means and then storing that, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it might not be... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's it, possible, right? Right. I mean, you're always all, all of the things that you're submitting are getting processed, right? So we could just make a list of them in the format of a combat macro, but it seems like it's a lot of processing wouldn't necessarily work. Yeah. The way that you would expect it to. Um, you know, I don't know. It might not be terrible. This might be a thing that we could describe to CD Moyer and it, we, I, I say, oh, this is too complicated. I'm not going to bother with it. And then CD Moyer just does it because he figures out a way to do it in two minutes. Um, right. but I don't know. Uh, that, I mean, I like that idea, but it might just be technically beyond us. Pan A says, Hey guys, I just started a hardcore ed run today. And so far it's been a lot of fun. The writing is really funny. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. Good job, Riff. Thank you. Uh, it was super hard though, which is fine. I'm planning to do a bunch of these runs. Thanks again. Yeah, it'll get easier as you get used to it. I also want to suggest that everybody that, like, if you're enjoying the Ed Path, if you know anybody that used to play but doesn't anymore, this would be a good time to invite them to come back and check uh, check this Ed Challenge Path out. Because I feel like this is 
this is content that a lot of people would really enjoy if and come back for if they knew about it. But since we only send out one uh, please come back email to any given person, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that would enjoy this but aren't going to know about it unless a friend tells them. Do so we like, only send out one? Word. I guess we only send out one if they never come back. Yeah, if you they don't actually out. come back, yeah. they don't get a second one. Yeah. Um, we don't say we don't tell them that anymore, though. We don't say we won't mail them. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we could just do it. I don't remember when we changed that, but we have many years worth of accounts where people have given us email addresses without us promising that we wouldn't spam them. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Sweet. Let's do it then. You <laughs> have to make an opt out system or whatever, and yeah. then have to. I don't know. I I, I don't really want to do that, but. There were a lot of people on Facebook who were really excited by the uh, the Ed path. Well, good. So Sular the second says, any chance that Jarlsberg's pan in cosmic mode could be changed to work on pickpocketed items too? Nah, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, SF Warlock says, hey, you should make it so if you go to drunken stupor while not over drunk via last adventure or whatever, it's sober regret. That's kind of funny. All it does is just you just keep wincing as you remember <laughs> more details about things that happened to you. Uh, John Diaz says, just wanted to write in to say that Ed is awesome since I seldom express my enjoyment unequivocally. Uh, I've never been waiting with so much bated breath for rollover these last few days. Especially funny to me is setting up the underworld bonuses such that I can win the jump and zero hit KO but get killed in one or two rounds to get to the underworld easily. Yojimbo's mm-hmm. hmm. Law says, uh, will Standard get extra fullness on Feast of Boros? As a follow-up, why not? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that is an excellent question. We We talked about it and thought we had decided that they wouldn't i mean it is way better for competition if they don't yeah right because if those lo- if those this boards are gonna last a year that that yeah that would be fun but yeah and it just has to it, it so it ends up with all this goofy handling we could give them a token <laughs> that was that extra fullness uh that they can save up and use the next time they're not in standard. Oh man, that'd be weird. <laughs> we could also just change Feast of Boris. You know, because nobody says this about sneaky borachos. Yeah, or uh, no, not that. I don't actually. I don't understand why Feast of Boris is. Is it just a it's ton of double, extra turn gen? Tons of extra turn gen. But isn't that do we do we not do that on scene? No, oh, Sneaky Pete say you can only drink green beers past. And it's, yeah. and, it's just drinking past, and then you get special. Maybe a different stupor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we could just change Feast of Boris. You can if you if you overeat, you can only fight wandering Feast of Boris monsters. Mm. Uh, let's see. Yojimbo's less says, sorry about the length of the question and or essay below. I just wanted to make sure the problem I'm talking about is clear. Here's a summary for the radio. Getting fat loot tokens in hardcore is literally the worst thing ever at basically every level of play. So please add another non-LTC, uh, non-limited time content source of fat loot tokens. Have the tower door not eat your keys. Make the full-length mirror cloverable a limited number of times per run. Or do something else cool that would make this a non-issue. I mean... Are f- what are the fat loot tokens? Is that the daily dungeon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean... I, that does, it does kind of suck. I agree that th- because every time I actually try to play the game, I get to the end and then, oh, fuck. I right. was supposed to do the daily dungeon, which I now have to do three times. Um, 
I mean, I am down with there being like a one-time quest that takes 20 or 30 turns in the Haiku Dungeon that gives you a fat loot token, which you're not going to do in a run. Um, I proposed a way to get another key in some of the content that you were asking for. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Just as a, like a, a suboptimal one, but one that would be another option for people that forgot or something. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. Hmm. I mean, it wouldn't really be. They'd have to know about it. Yeah. Right, but... Yeah. Well, right. Yes. Um, You know, the response to having the tower eat the keys has been so mild that I'm going to keep it there. Really? I just didn't know that the old one didn't. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, And... It was like, wow, that's a big change, and people aren't very pissed about it, and I people like it better. Definitely, they definitely talked about it. Yeah, but I mean, and they were not psyched. But I think overall, the response to the tower was hugely positive, sure. right? Because I think overall, it's just way better than it used to be. I don't know why I was so nervous about that. It took. I, I still don't know if I love the hedge maze, but <sighs> the old one. I liked the old one because it was new and different. But yeah. You know, that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like... Look, so I liked the maze puzzle element of it. I didn't like the way that it worked. The actual... Where, yeah, the, the actual, like, fighting the guys and getting the puzzle and having the puzzle... St- you know, like, the, and the, it's just, it just... It was goofy. It was. It, it was different, and it was different in a way that was unclear sure. in some ways, I think. And, you know... I mean, this one... This hedge maze gives a lot of... Gives a lot of good character moments with Frank. Which right. I like. I like Frank. I was. I had fun writing that, and I think I did an okay job. I don't remember if I ever actually like resolve it, or if he just stops talking to you and then it's like yeah. he. Um, I ran into something that he he says thanks and goodbye at some point. Oh, okay. I forget. I forget oh, I must have. Way. I must have finished it off then. Um. Anyway, I I definitely I feel your pain on the on the loot token thing, and we'll you know we'll think about it. We'll talk about it. Um, the, I should have actually read this, the being able to clover the mirror. (laughs) I don't understand why that it can that, you know, I am going to look at this. That mirror, I feel like is a thing that we were really worried about the balance on. And I don't remember why. And it doesn't seem like people talk about it all that much. The one that can duplicate gear. Yes. Uh, let's see. Full link mirror. This requires at least one semi rare, a zap one, and at least one fat luck, loot token, and a lot of luck. The idea is that you equip some subset of Jarlsberg's earring, Boris's ring, and Sneaky Pete's breath spray. Encounter the mirror, kill it, end up with an extra one of those equipments, then zap them into keys. This method is very inconsistent. 50% chance of failure, even if you can try twice. But it doesn't require limited content or preparation past knowing semi rare numbers. If the mirror could be encountered a maximum of like five times per run with clovers, that'd solve this problem, more or less. There's some reasonable conversation about the my idea of collapsing semi-rares and clovers into one one system that is under control. There's a bunch of people like kind of defending the status quo in in weird ways. Like, what? It's not a big deal. You just set mafia to keep track of it. But I right. think that's and then people are like, no, well, shut up. That's not a good argument because the regular game has the slash timer command too. But I just. I still kind of feel like if something is predictable, it should just be doable on purpose, right? Like I, it, it just is bookkeepy. That's weird, but like, 
having something that you know is going to happen in a hundred turns is very different from being able to do it whenever you want because you have have a clover. I know. So I know it is. I just I think that being able to do it whenever you want is better. <laughs> right. And people are like, well, but the, you'd have to get rid of so many things. But you wouldn't because you don't care about ninety nine percent of them. Like, like, yes, you would get rid of the knob goblin uber pants. You make those a uh, cooking recipe. I don't know. Uh, you know, you would lose that sweet hundred meat you get in the sleazy back alley yeah, that everybody. Yeah, I mean, those so are the ones that those are the ones the that are obvious. But there, there are that most of the semi rares people do not give a shit about hmm. at all. Like all of the ones that are like elemental damage potions and stuff. I mean, it, like maybe those do something now. In the I don't remember if one of them is enough to gain you a couple couple spots in one of the tower contests or whatever at this point. But, but yeah, I mean, I like, I don't think that we would lose a significant amount of content that people cared about by collapsing them down. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I think this is a good idea. I'm not a hundred percent sure that it's a good idea. And I'm not a hundred percent sure that even if it is as good an idea as I think it is, that it's worth messing with. Right. But I just, it is. It is a gameplay system that I can't be bothered to interact with. And it is, I I think it is strategically interesting having this limited number of resources. It is a gameplay system that you do interact with unintentionally as a casual player. You, You encounter these occasional cool super powered adventures and that's rad. And I think that's what they're designed for. And the ability to, to pick and choose the ones that you want is something that is really reserved for high-end players, and I think that that division is fine. Right, but knowing about them is still going to be... a thing. Like, high-end players use clovers very differently than low-end players, right? right? Low-end players get one, and then wherever they happen to adventure next is where it triggers, and then maybe they learn about it and get better and engage with the system. Like, the semi-rares are such an... Like, and the the semi-rares that high-end players get excited about are not fun bonus things. They're like, oh, this is just a different monster that happens to have a chance of dropping all three of the parts of an outfit or whatever. But that's not a bonus thing? It's not a fun bonus if you are a casual player who's not maxing out item drops. So for you, it's not any different than a normal monster. Maybe it's a little harder. You're like... It's it's harder, but it's also different. I mean, different is cool. Right, but I don't know that you even notice it. Like, that's the thing. The, Mm -hmm. the, The To a casual player... I don't know that the actual, like, optimally important semi-rares are even more interesting than the regular content, much less more interesting than the other semi-rares. Even though they all tend to drop or at least have a chance of dropping something new and different and cool? They don't, though. They, the ones do. that people care about are the ones where it's like this guy drops all three of the pieces of an outfit or whatever. And that's not new. It's not new to a player who's not paying much attention. The is, though. It's not new items and they're not cool items. They're the same shit that you might already have. Okay. Right. I mean, I, I just. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the where, where this gets hung up when I think about it is how to make it continue to be a fun, random thing for the people who won't right. a- abuse it that way. And it's like... <laughs> you have to... When you start playing, you have to 
select a checkbox. Will you abuse this mechanism? Yeah. Are you a cool guy or a butthole? And if they check that they're a butthole, then we don't let them do it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hand Hand says, "Dear Messrs. Jickwell, Riffingstone, and Hot Stuff Fescue." Oh, okay. Uh, I'm writing to inform you that I find the latest of your popular challenge paths to be nothing short of first rate, and that I am thoroughly enjoying playing it. The conceit of hand-to-hand being the target is fantastic, and I am touched that I was chosen. I have stopped reading the forum posts, and I'm looking at the wiki only sparingly in order to not be made aware of upcoming path surprises, and thus have no reason to assume that I am not the object of pursuit in everyone's game. In fact, I'm not even sure why I speculated that I might not be, because, as I mentioned, I have no reason to. Anyway, excellent stuff. Keep up the good work. That semi clover merch thing seems like a wizard idea to me, too. Your quest focus... Hand hand. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's one one vote. Um, what was the sorry? What was the thing at the very end that he said? The merch something. The merge that cl- semi rare clover merge merge. Sounds I thought like you said wizard. merch. I was like no. semi rare clover merch. I was like what? <laughs> Glebe says, does all this spleen stuff foreshadow a VIP lounge spleen consumable item like an oxygen bar or something? No, it was just because Ed had those spleen items, and I was like, eh, maybe it's time to make spleen items a thing we've talked about the iron oxygen bar before though have we yeah yeah okay i mean i guess i don't know man (laughs) maybe a helium bar yes that'd be funnier also edcore is amazing and rift deserves a fancy new hat for it (laughs) what i think you want to do you don't want a fancy hat do you you just want wearing a regular hat to be socially acceptable yes Diabolico says, why is sacramental wine a quest item? I don't see how it's overpowered or inappropriate to drag into Hanks or my wine-rich display case. Also, I'm loving, loving, loving being undying. What is sacramental wine? Is that one of the... That's one of his uh, MP restorers. Mm. We just kind of made all of it, all of that shop stuff... Separate. Yeah, qu- we made it quest items by default just so that we'd be free to make them more powerful than other stuff without having to worry about how it would affect regular paths. It's like the KOL high school stuff, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just safest yeah. to do it. Uh, Solazar says, Dear Jick Raven Hot Stuff, when I originally inquired about the possibility of Avatar of Ed on a previous podcast, I did so without any real expectation that it would become a thing. Not only did you find a way to make that happen, but based on my first few turns, you did so in excellent style. I'm really enjoying this new path. I've not found a lot of time to play KOL lately, but at least for a few weeks, I intend to play regularly and enjoy this path to the fullest. I can't thank you enough. Ed has always been my seven favorite encounters in KOL, and ever <laughs> since Avatar of Boris, I always hope for something like this. Yeah. You seem to have really, uh, really connected with a lot of people. Yeah, people, people really like it. I have no idea what we're going to do as an encore. <laughs> Ed? Yeah, obviously. All challenge paths are Ed yeah. from now on. Just the next seven ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Majijim says, uh, what's up with the Crystal Orb of Spirit Wrangling? Getting a quest item which outright tells you this is a thing that doesn't do much anymore is one of the biggest letdowns I've had from this game lately. Now, of course, that being one of the biggest letdowns means you're probably doing a pretty good job of not being disappointing on a regular basis. Thanks for the cool game, guys. Majijim, not Majijim. No, M-J-I-J-M, not Majijim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to continue to call you Majijim because I think it's that sounds funnier. It's kind of like Mabim Bam. Mm. Sure. Uh, but that's not how you say that. Majim Jam? That's totally how you say that. <laughs> uh, says, Hello, everyone. I'm really impressed with the Avatar of Ed Challenge Path. I've only played the first day so far, but it looks great. The best bit is the spleen counter. Can we keep it afterwards? Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a bunch of extra spleens for the counter to show up. 
Kuwerty says, Avatar of Ed, or Age of Ed, as I'm calling it, is a ton of fun. He actually just says A.O. Ed. Yeah. But it's actually, it's not Avatar of Ed, right? right? It's not even Avatar of Ed. It's just Age of Ed. (laughs) Uh, I love how narratively he's actually slightly less sadistic than the adventurer. Any chance love bugs could drop cock coins? Oh, huh. I'm surprised they don't. Yeah. That seems like a thing we would totally have done. Yeah. Like just a rare chance of them. Yeah. confused as i don't know that i would want it to burn the currency drop counter the same way that it does hmm. but yeah uh feature requests says linguini lad if a user tries to use more munchies pills than the amount of fullness they have left uh it uses that amount by default instead of something higher than that i don't know what munchies pills do or what you're talking about. yeah i don't understand that sentence if you try to use more munchies pills then you have fullness left i don't Fucking, I, yeah, I don't know what that question was. Uh, re- rephrase that in the form of a question. Yeah. <laughs> Disco Fiva Diva says, I think everyone is missing the real reason the Copperhead quest is superior to the pirates. The Nuge. I just encountered him today while doing the Copperhead quest and got my first, first ultra rare after 10 plus years of playing. Let's see the pirates top that. Yeah, let's. They don't even have, there's no Dread Pirate Roger. Rogers. Rogers. Oh, man. The Dread Pirate Ro- is Mr. Rogers, but he's a pirate. <laughs> and then there's also a Dread Pirate Hammerstein. <laughs> the That uh, sounds more like a dwarf. Oh, yeah. Hammerstein? Just has a yeah. mug full of hammers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how, where, he, where he keeps them. Nice mug. He, he's like, hey, anybody want to get hammered? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Thrensa says, on one of the podcasts uh, while talking about this mystery game, you mentioned working on a single-player RPG this year. Is that still on the to-do list? I'd love to see something new from ASIM since the planets have to align for the contract gig to come from sale to, or come for sale to the general public. Yeah, now we're working on it. Um, trying to get a fucking website set up, and yeah, apparently it's a thing that, that? I don't know. We're having we're having trouble with all of our domains that are hosted through Hover and pointing at our real at our name servers, like. They work sometimes, and then sometimes the DNS lookups just fail, and Hover says it's Geff's fault, and Geff says it's Hover's fault, and I, I just need to have a meeting where all of the, where they fight. <laughs> I, like, we're gonna meet in an, in an octagon. That's right. Trial of blood. Whoever wins is the correct one. <laughs> we also, like, you know, just, just to complain some more, like, uh, Amazon has, like, just totally shit the bed lately and none of their reports make any sense and they have like dramatically overstated the amount of income we've gotten through amazon payments on their tax documentation which means so the government thinks we made more money than we did which is which is super fucking annoying yeah like and i emailed our contact at amazon and said hey we need to work this out and he's like all right i'll figure out who uh who you need to talk to on Monday. And then on Wednesday, I got an email from him saying, Hey, did the support team manage to resolve your problem? To which I was forced to reply. Uh, no, given that I never heard anything from anyone at all about this butthole. I also, (laughs) every once in a while, I send him an email saying, I'm still pissed off that I can no longer use one click ordering. (laughs) Every time I buy, not every time, not every time I buy something on Amazon, but just some of the times I just, I just think, I'm still pissed off about this. I'm going to tell Steve. <laughs> so maybe he's not super helpful yeah. because of that. Yeah, you're probably his favorite guy now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hmm. I, didn't, I did not know that you had this, this relationship with him. Yeah, well, I mean. God I mean, the, the, the right thing to do is just to have had a totally separate account from your personal one, right? Like, Yeah, but 
yes, I guess. I mean, that's what he's saying, but I'm certainly not going to change it now. I'm not going to stop using it. Right. And I like, I thought we migrated to the new fucking system that they wanted us to migrate to, but apparently we didn't. Like, I don't understand how that's logging possible. Logging into any of that shit is in fucking sane now. Yeah, like, they have you go to log in, services you go to log in, and it was like, do you want to log in as a merchant or as a regular person? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. They both seem to go to the same place, no. which is a list of there are four radio buttons next to things, none of which is a thing that I think is the thing I want. None of which is a radio. I just want to buy a radio. All I want to do is buy a radio <laughs> with one click ordering and not use our Amazon payments balance. He's also like, he was like, looking looking at all the addresses on this account. It seems like a lot of people are using it. I'm like, what, what the are you talking fuck about? Are you talking about the addresses on this account are places that I have sent gifts to. <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of idiotic conclusion was that for you to come to? Yeah, wow. Like, ah, what a dick. Anyway, I. So, like, Kickstarter has gotten so fed up with yeah. their bullshit that they've just stopped using them. Yep. Like, they switched which, over to Stripe, I think, right? I uh, maybe. I think it was Stripe. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought they used some, and they, they described it as being an internal payment processing thing, but I think it's secretly Stripe. Yeah. It just says it's Stripe. Maybe it's not a secret. Yeah, I don't know. Powered by... I think they're handling it themselves. Yeah, Stripe, just, Stripe is just an just API. Doing, yeah, they're, it's just, they're, they're, they're like a regular... ...else's features. Thing. But yeah, god damn... God damn Amazon. Like, God damn trying to get... Like, everything that we have tried to do in the world for the last couple of weeks has just been complete bullshit. Super frustrating. Like, we, In order to set up a bank account for the nonprofit that we're, we're, we set up to run ZapCon, we'd go to the bank three separate times. We'd drive to a building three times to set up a fucking checking account. Yep. It is, like... Ugh, man. It's like it's like the the man is trying to keep the little man down, and the little man's so busy trying to keep the even littler man down that they don't have time for the big man to keep keeping them down. And the even littler man is still trying as as busy trying to keep the black man down. <laughs> um, oh, uh, although one thing that has gone fairly smoothly is my uh, I'm finally able to refinance my house. Good, good job. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, that helps us, I guess, in that it reduces my mortgage payment by almost half. That's pretty cool. Uh, it is, actually. Well, by reducing my savings by almost half, it reduces my mortgage payment by almost half because I have to actually pay oh, to the right. point where I have equity in the house, which would That's otherwise gross. not have for years and years and years. Man, don't, guys, don't ever buy a fucking house. Just don't do it. Don't buy well, only ever buy a house uh, right after the end of... Uh, a housing bubble. Class. Yeah, not like a tiny... <laughs> not like a little shelf on the edge under one precipice, but above yet another, even higher precipice. Yep. Isladar says, hey, guys, as always, thanks for developing and maintaining such a fun and effective drain on my temporal and financial resources. Regarding Jick's totally justifiable feelings regarding insulting piratical drinking games, perhaps a quest that sends adventurers out into the kingdom in search of insults. Maybe something similar to the Spooky Raven revamp in the Copperhead quest. I, for one, would love to enlist the help of the ninjas, mobies, etc. to insult the pirates into submission. Thanks. Oh, that's kind of funny, actually. Huh. They come and insult them on your behalf, or they give you insults to use in your game. Yeah, it would let us rewrite them and not have to, like, they could, having extra themes to drive the writing would be, mm, make it them. a little easier, yeah. I think. Um, 
Linguini Lad says, does it become more of a pain each time you have to fit another level to the Twitch Tower in such a small space on the town map? No, because I just keep changing the scale of it. <laughs> and eventually it's just going to be a black blob. Or yep. just a straight line. Yep, a line. Oh, um, man, like that Tetris game that Jim made. Did you see that? Did he make that game? I think so. It's his name in the credits. Oh, okay. Which I didn't see it. What What is that? Is that from the... Is it Futilitris? Is that yeah, his? Futilitris. Every time... Is that the share cart game? It, it's no. every time you... I don't know if it's just when you make a Tetris or whenever you get a line, but whenever you get a Tetris, instead of clearing the line, it puts four more squares on either side and zooms out. So the game just gets longer and longer <laughs> and further and further away. That's awesome. <laughs> Pick and choose, says Cardern. Do you guys enjoy doing video game soft talk or the Thursday show more? Eh, I don't know. Mm. I mean, it's nice to not just be talking about KOL on video games hot dog, but it's nice to not have to prepare for right. the KOL show. We're just talking about what so, we're doing. Yeah. I like doing Q&A. Um, I find that easier than extemporizing to some extent. And uh, like the addition of Jim has helped a lot. And I don't know if that's just because he's awesome or because he's fresh blood. Yeah, it could be that four people is a better number. You know, it, it mm. like, and I'm sure that it, because the three of us have this decade long existing relationship that it's more interesting when something comes in that changes true the yeah, dynamic true. like yeah. it's easier to change our dynamic than it would be to change the dynamic of three people who just started a project uh, do you have any plans for new games in the future yes indeed uh, i know you've talked about your dislike of the mmg in the past have you ever thought about making the text of the experience less friendly to try to discourage <laughs> playing uh, i had once you <laughs> mentioned this oh so, huh, that's how it happened yeah it was a few days ago um since the leaderboards are gone, says Sporkboy, what do you think about ditching uh, Oxy, Teed, and Booze as separate paths and just make them extra semi-secret challenges you could take on yourself? So if you don't eat or drink during a picky run, you get the canned air and plexiglass in addition to the tweezers. Uh, you maybe have to blacklist mm. slow and steady, but it's fewer paths than Ascension drop-down and maybe an interesting extra challenge for people who are interested. Eh, I don't see any... Like, I think it would upset people to take it away. But that's an interesting idea, like yeah, putting like in extra a, rewards for voluntary. Yeah, like like a net hack. Conduct. How do people conduct, know that there aren't yeah. already some of those in there? Yeah, how do they? Kuwerty <laughs> um, says, "Why did you delete the VODs of the Twitch streams?" I didn't. Twitch did. They just stopped archiving stuff. Yep. And they were even on export, our channel, which had like special, like ops. See, superhero privileges. Yeah, it had special ops. Yep. <laughs> uh, they also their export to YouTube just didn't work. Um, so I think that Cannon Fire, Fire has, has all of them. All of them and yeah. if we could ever figure out our YouTube channel, I think he might have actually posted some of them to YouTube. Oh, it's possible. They're really boring to watch. They're more fun to watch in real time. I know. I, I always know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, except for when uh, when you leave and go to the bathroom. That's true. Uh, Weka says, could we please have the layer link back to the top menu once the council gives the quest? It's while doing the layer that I most often want to jump back and forth, changing outfits and things. Used to appear as soon as the council gave the quest, but now it's only once you have won against the naughty sorceress or layer boss of your path's choice. Oh, weird. Okay. That's odd. Yeah. I mean, that just didn't A new move flag. over with the tower change. 
Sol Vilumnis says, In the past there was a note in the quest log that appeared when one completed the strange leaflet quest. In the present there ain't. What gives? And is this related to another su- to the super secret it's okay if nobody ever finds this thing thing that's supposed to speed up runs? What? <laughs> uh, I Nothing changed. I don't, mm, I don't know. Wise Fiend says, If you could create a new class, what would be the class? Well, if we could create like 36 new classes, they would be the classes of the guys at the base of the new tower. <laughs> and yep. cheese wizard would be a lot of fun that's yeah. that's the yeah. one that i could imagine it just like okay i can definitely come up with 900 skills Isn't for this guy Jarlsberg a shoplifter already no really no his skills aren't about cheese okay he's named cheese yeah <laughs> yes that was a what, oh, wait would a cheese wizard just have cheese related skills yeah yeah Hmm. Fromage Magefro, La Velvitate, the, uh, all the ones that I wrote in that. Fromage Magefro is so good. It's a hairstyle made out of cheese. That was my favorite favorite thing about the new tower is that is and also having the the cheese wizard shout out the names of all of her spells and then the adventurer comments on that like because I wanted because I thought these jokes were funny and I wanted to. Do it know what the names of the skills would be um uh, mm, mm. so yeah that's that's what it would be <laughs> rng he ate me says i agree about the avatar changing potions being confusing maybe they could all be put in a magical temporary tattoo category and moved out of the potion category then append the name like so temp tattoo colon fire clutch uh, i mean the frustrating thing is they really are potions they do give you an effect they yeah Right, like, yep, they're in a special section in inventory already. I don't. Yeah, that's not what I. That's not what bothers me about them. What bothers me about them is that they're not themed like consumables. What they are, yeah, that like that they're. I keep thinking, whoa, what is that new item that dropped? And then being really disappointed instead of having it be a thing that is exciting and fun and just feels like a bonus thing. Um, I you know. But then you use it in your avatar changes and you're like, oh, cool. Right? That's how that's how everybody feels. Yep. Uh, Disco Fiva Diva says, on your latest podcast, you briefly discussed the difficulty of revamping smithing since finished goods are durable. What if top tier smithables were untradeable and or disappeared when you ascended? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think smithing untradeable stuff would be good. Um Yeah, I don't know. You know, if there was some good gear that you could smith out of something that you could only get one of in an ascension, that would potentially be kind of interesting. I think there's a lot of stuff we could do if we had it. I mean, and we do have it to do over again. Like, I think we could probably just make a bunch of new stuff and leave the old recipes in for the people that wanted them. Right. Um, Like World of Warcraft does. Sort of. I mean, they have the advantage of being able to scale everything up. Every. I mean, I think, though, that if we were, like, one of the ways that we would revamp it would be just to make everything more powerful. Hmm. Like, we would make it so you could get more powerful gear that way so that it would be more worth it to make it. Um, Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get rid of the recipes because then people are pissed that they've lost the recipes or whatever, which is then, it's like, fuck. Um. Yeah, I Monachetti says, would it be possible to make Saucy Sav scale even a little bit with spell damage or mysticality? It just seems so weak sauce. Um, yeah, maybe. 
Whale Clubber says, can we have an inventory filter for items that aren't discardable? Those are usually cool items, right? Maybe I just don't see that option. Uh, can you talk about discardability and tradability of items, how it's decided in things? Maybe that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I tend to want to make things undiscardable if they are imp- if they are rare and valuable. My trigger for that is real hair. Um, uh, that's not the way that idiom works. <laughs> but my threshold for that is really low. Um, and I think hot stuff's is much higher. And so often hot stuff will put an auto sell value on a thing. And then people will say, ah, fuck, can you please take the auto sell off of that? Which I will then always do if one person asks me to. Um, hmm. so it, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a thing like that. That is a way of indicating that an item is high quality, but it's not always a way of indicating that an item is high quality. So I don't know about letting you filter for it. Um, because I don't know what we would call that. Like, you know, I guess I'll show me things that are undiscardable, whatever. Um, I do wish we had, I mean, I don't wish, well, okay. I wish we had an intern who could go and divide all of the items into sort of tiers of quality or importance, right? Uh, but I don't, like, it'd be nice if there was a way to indicate this item is exciting, right? It would be nice if there was the blue item name or the purple item name or the crazy orange item name, but we just can't really do that on a white background. That doesn't work nearly as well. Um, you know, like 12 sands did it and it was fine, but I think it would be really jarring to suddenly put those colors all right in our stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could do a thing where the, names of the the text was animated a little bit <laughs> the what like if the the name sparkled yeah hmm huh just something just something in jquery or maybe like make it fade in and out so it's only legible like one out of every 30 frames or link tag uh, yeah marquee tag yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go uh, make it like four times as big <laughs> as the other item <laughs> names okay okay Sure. Um, Kuwerty says, it would be hilarious if you changed the effect description of apathy to riff, colon, write an effect description for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd have to use, I'd have to use like an HTML character code for one of those letters. Otherwise, it would always show up on Riff's main map <laughs> as a thing that he was supposed to do. Crispy mm, Chicken says, so one of the fun things to do is mess with the different chatbots in Slash Games. Can we get an item that we can hit them with that changes their numbers to the word versions? How great would it be to have chatbots say, rolling 1D100004 Jick gives 85729, uh, 8576309 <laughs> is what it would give. Uh, I have the hacked chatbot too. Always give me that number when I ask for a die roll. Uh, we tend to make chatbot immune from things that can fuck up its output and stuff like that, specifically because right. people like you think that that's a fun thing. Hi, says Majijim. Two things. First, I want to agree with Hot Stuff. I do the pirates because it's the only forward motion I can make while wanting to level up. I'm not an optimizer. I hate the pirates. I love the Copperhead Club, but I feel like I need to do the pirates earlier because it lets me keep advancing when I run out of level appropriate quests. I think pirates actually takes longer for me. I don't have plus good plus item or non-combat sources, being a massive noob, but because I can get an early start, it becomes effectively faster because I'm using turns that would otherwise be wasted. Under the same argument, I think the ball I unlock the ballroom usually around level eight. Two, I pronounce it M J I J M like an acronym, not Majijim. Thanks. 
Majijim. Majim Jam. Spooky Majim Jams. Um, it's getting close enough to Halloween to start doing that, right? Sure. <laughs> um, it's Halloween somewhere. Uh, Every day Quintus, is Halloween in our hearts, I mean, Riff. Squintus in the spooky graveyard fog. <laughs> you don't really squint in fog, but... Uh, it's, I mean, if it's if it's a breezy, cold fog that's if you making your, your eyes on. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Quintus says, quick question. I like how standard allows the item of the month to go in new directions, but I was curious if older item types like gardens would still be remade or if they will just fall out of standard. Thanks, Quintus. I imagine we would still do gardens because that's I like that slot. I I like designing content for those. Um, sure. I don't know if I'm ever going to want to do a tome or a librum or a grimoire again. Really? Yeah, because we don't need to anymore, right? Like we don't need that limiting factor. And while it was great for all the years that we did it, and it was really handy to be able to do it, and it was worth upsetting everyone by rolling it out in the first place. Nobody remembers that that was a big controversial thing. I mean, really, because everybody who was upset by it quit. And that's why we started going out of business as soon as we did that. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's so hard for me to imagine deciding to do that now that we have so many other possible, we have a, a kind of an, an intimidating level of possibility space for that stuff now. Right. Um, Man, we got to start doing some fucking charters if we're going to do some fucking charters this year. I know the year is only six weeks old, but that's like 10% of the year. I thought the I thought we already had them planned out for certain months. I don't know, man. Do we? I thought so. Dude, I, thought I, I, I thought I wrote out a schedule. Did you? I thought so. Dude, I don't know, man. Uh, Stumps McGee says, you guys had a habit of uh, adding functionality to the Mayflies, so I was wondering if you were planning on adding additional interactions to the love bugs in a similar fashion, or if you've decided they are powerful enough and calling it good. I imagine that when we add new places where, that have currency drops, we will continue to add that to both the Mayflies and the June bugs. The June bugs. Love bugs. I was saving it for June. It was going to be the June item of the month, and it was going to be June bugs, but then I thought love bugs was better, because then it could be all kinds of different bug jokes. And I got to draw a lot of little cute insects with hearts on them. Um, Elfin says, just finished my 69th Ascension this week, and it was the first time in years that I didn't take a two-week break at some point because I was stuck on a quest puzzle. So good job on all the revamps, the Sorceress Tower especially. There are exactly two spots every run that I still need to look up on the wiki, though. Twin Peak and the Island Junkyard. I know I can just burn down Twin Peak after 50 turns, but that seems kind of like failing the quest. The Junkyard also involves finding a monster, but we're not told which monster, but there are also two copies of that monster with different combat messages to pay attention to and just kind of confusing. Uh, I know a level 12 revamp is in the works. Are you planning to take a look at either of these two particular areas? Uh, yeah, I don't think the gremlins just aren't going to be there anymore because I also don't like that. Hmm. Um, Twin Peak definitely needs some love. Yeah, like, I realized I, the other day there were a couple of really important jokes that I totally didn't think of. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should we should do something about that. Like, I think just making the challenges either easier or trivial after you've done them once, yeah, would be fine. Right. I mean, I don't making, know making them easier every time you fail them or something like I that. I think it should indicate though like it should open up a new option like say going into the bathtub or whatever. Hold your nose and try again. Hmm. 
right? And then it just lets you automatically win it. Like sure. it just even making you try the thing that failed last time and having it work this time is not very really good interaction design. Uh, right. And making it easier would also not be like because you just w- probably wouldn't try it again. So I think if it if failing it once just gave you a button to auto win it, yeah, the next time, then we could just also get rid of the burn it down option because it's not necessary. Yeah, we can just anymore just balance out because it just the, it the really does for whatever like how the how other ones occur. The other ones I don't feel like the automatic burn it down. I mean, A, there isn't that, right? Because it's just kill a certain number of monsters and there's tricks to speeding it up. But those don't feel like you're failing when you finish it the hard way because you've still finished it. Whereas this one, because it is an interesting story, it does feel like failing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Kidu Dark says, the Every Item of the Month podcast sounds amazing. You guys should do it. We should do that when, when we're back in Arizona and we're actually can. I don't know. I was going to say so we could record longer. We do it on a day that's not a day that we're also recording video games, hot dog. Like, mm. it's just. Um, I, th- I mean, I'm going to have to refresh my memory on a lot of it because I don't remember more than. Oh, yeah, but we'll just go through the 15 minutes ago. Yeah, we'll go through like the, it would be like the the end of year, year in review. The year in review yeah. is tough, even just like thinking back to what happened a year a earlier. Uh, Farah says, hey, KOL crew, this is Derek. Type 69 restrictions could conceivably lower incentive to buy new Type 69 effectable Mr. Store items. Is this something you worry might need addressed in the future? It appears you're taking a gamble and hoping it pans out in your favor, such as innovation and the bettering of a business. Best of luck. I guess I'm Derek. Yeah, I mean, it totally might backfire, but we got to do something, right? The design space opening up is is enough of a boon. I think that it makes it worth it in that axis, at least, you know? Yeah. And, you know, applying it to challenge paths... I don't know that that's what did it, but the revenue decline slowed way down last year. Like last year was a good year for us. And, you know, I don't know if being able to make those items for challenge paths that were new and interesting, you know, and, and like just, you know, the charters for the charter sold pretty well. Like I, you know, I think, I think it's, I, that is a concern, you know, I mean, because certainly if you read the forums, a lot of people are like, fuck you guys forever. I'm never giving you any more money. And we you just say a lot of people. I feel like that's two people. <laughs> well, it was a bunch of. Yeah, yeah, I, don't know, I feel like most of the people saying that are also people who never gave us much, if at, at all. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Every every time I investigated, that was certainly true. Like, I'm going to stop donating because of this. And then I would look at their history. and I'm like, oh, are you going to stop donating in 2009 because <laughs> of this? Because that's what happened. Lying asshole. That's, I just said that in my head to myself because that, that wasn't true. <laughs> um, Thrensa says, idea, make the Zeppelin protesters able to be dealt with ahead of time. Uh, put a protester on the map, a la that hippie or Dakota fanning, and have them piss off the adventurer enough that we feel justified in getting rid of them. Speedsters get there. We need stuff to do before level nine content. Everyone can do the better of the two paths, and pirates can get a revamp and be some cool on Stranger Tides inspired aftercore content. We have already read this question. Yeah. I just forgot to archive it. We, uh, we could. Take that as a sign and go get some dinner. Yeah, we should go get some dinner and then come back and do a video games hot dog without Jim. Mm, He's off recording another podcast with his real friends. He's not really doing that. He was on another podcast, though. Uh, Okay, well. Make a hamburger out of farts. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.